0: Valjean, at last we see each other playing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome shippers to our Lay Miz series. Today we are diving into an enemy ship. Valjean and Javert, do we enemy ship it? Listen to find out.
0: Hi everyone, I'm Steph.
1: And I'm Devin.
0: And welcome to the We Ship It podcast where Devin and I and our occasional guests gab and goss about our favorite and not so favorite ships of all time.
1: Today, we are doing something a little bit different. We have an enemy ship to discuss woo, woo, woo. Woo, 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 woo. Javert and Valjean are classic enemies. And so when we are planning out our fifth season, when we were planning out our fifth season, we knew we had to include their enemy dance back and forth for discussion.
0: Mm-hmm. I grew up loving Les Mis. Mm-hmm. And so this has been a long time coming. The play is beloved, obviously. And then when the movie came out in 2012, which is crazy to think how long it's been since the movie came out, um, it gained even more popularity. Mm-hmm. I know I went to see the movie four times when it was four in the theaters. times. Four times. Uh, and my dad and I, speaking of our guests today, have watched. Do you remember that series we watched do? That like random series before the movie came out.
2: It yes, it was awful.
0: It was terrible, but was it BBC? I think it was I, BBC. Do you remember? You don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But either way, uh, even with that, with the play, we went to see it. Our family can recite the entire movie. <laughs> basically, since it's a song, like the whole thing's a song anyway, I thought like. It's it just gets one stuck entire song. Yeah, but we can basically sing the whole thing. Um, so, of course, I had to invite back my dad, who's already mm-hmm. made his appearance. Peter yes, Schmidt.
3: Thank
1: Woo-hoo. you. Hey. To join hey. For
0: our enemy
2: ship, who
1: is in the house?
2: I am so excited to be here. <laughs> but but I, have, I, I have a disclaimer right at the beginning. What's that, Z? The book is way too intimidating for me to read. So
1: I've yeah, never gotten near it. I concur.
0: Don't worry. I'm not even finished with it yet. I tried <laughs> to read it to have it done for this series we're doing, and I still couldn't. I have nine hours left. So, it's so
3: big. out of like.
0: 30 or 40 hours worth of stuff Mm -hmm. but either way my dad and i have long talked about the importance and brilliance of this show and most especially the battle between good and evil or really the battle between good and seemingly good
3: so Mm. you like that
0: you like that uh so (laughs) this is a great story and i'm i'm glad he's here to join us today um and we may slip a spoiler or two. So I just wanted to throw that out there early because it may come from book memory. It may come from play memory. It may come from movie memory. There's lots of lame everywhere. So be careful if you haven't read, watched or listened to one of those, because we may spoil it for you.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No kidding. Yep.
0: No kidding is right.
1: The <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, elements was actually my first Broadway show that i ever seen. Seen. Really? Mm-hmm. True like story.
0: on Broadway, like in New York.
1: True story.
3: That's exciting. I know. Oh,
1: so I'm really excited to be here and to have <laughs> Du on with us to talk Lay Miz. But before we do, Oops. I wanted to ask our opening question What are y'all thankful for this week? Mm-hmm.
0: Z? Do
1: you have an answer? (laughs) You start with me.
2: We
0: always throw people under the bus with this one. Yeah, but you know, it's like, it's like, I'm, I'm
2: thankful right now. It happens to be Easter time. So I am thankful for my family. It was really great time, but that's, that's so cliche.
0: It's good. But
2: but I'm also very thankful that one of my children is having a child.
0: So that
2: is something that really is exciting.
0: Yeah. I guess I'm thankful for that too. (laughs) but I was going to say, there.
3: I was going to say,
0: uh, mini eggs. Wow.
3: Mini eggs.
0: Do you know what they are? Devin, the Cadbury mini eggs.
3: Oh my gosh! <laughs> <Not> <laughs> they're
0: so good.
2: Not to be confused with the ooey gooey ones, which are gross.
0: Oh, the caramel eggs or whatever. Caramel. Yeah. They're nasty. No, not the caramel ones. They have like this milky stuff inside. Is that the one mm. you're talking about?
2: They have like a yellow and white yeah. egg inside. I, I, yeah. I don't understand the fascination with that.
0: Those I don't love. Yeah. You're right. But Devin, what are you thankful for?
1: I'm thankful for days off.
0: Yes. Yeah. Which today is. Yes, exactly. No one gets the context of this because you're just listening to this one. But Devin and I are recording three episodes on this day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So Very
1: nice.
0: Yes. So let me move on. Um, anyway, so already gave our typical spoiler alert. So let's dive into our summary. Let's here. do it. So we meet Valjean, 24601, as he is lovingly known as a prisoner where he has been sentenced to nine years of hard labor under the watch of Javert. Ha ha ha. He is uh, on parole and on his day that he's getting like sort of released into parole, he's set to show up in court Um, on his journey. He's treated poorly by everyone, not really given work, not given food because he's a convict and everyone knows it. Um, But there is a kindly bishop who he runs into, who he takes him in, feeds him, gives him a bed and more. Of course, Valjean decides as a convict who has lived his life in this way. I'm going to steal stuff from this guy who is nice to me. So he steals his (laughs) silver and in the night runs away. In the morning, guards catch him and bring him back to the bishop and say, this guy said that you gave him this silver, which is clearly a lie. But the bishop decides in in an act of charity to say this is true and not only say it's true, but give him more silver. Um, In a remarkable moment, and this is like Valjean's turning point, it's very early in the beginning, he turns his life around to live almost as the bishop, um, as he does kind of for the Lord. So he forgives those around him, he loves those around him, and he tries to turn his life around. Um, Throughout his life, Javert is always on his tail for breaking parole in that single moment. Valjean goes on to be a successful mayor of a town where he runs a good business and he helps the poor. His town thrives. And there, of course, because this wouldn't be a story without this, uh, Javert is sent on an assignment. Doesn't recognize him for a while, but eventually we hear Javert say Valjean is captured and convicted and set to be hanged or sent back to prison, which Valjean knows isn't true because it's another man in his place. So after considering all of his options, he decides to he decides to save the man who bears his name at trial by outing himself. Now, you can imagine as Javert is Javert. (laughs) That he gets real mad and it sets the righteous (laughs) fire ablaze in his heart. Um, And so Valjean runs away again. (laughs) (laughs) He adopts a young girl, but this time out of something that he considers his duty because he adopts a girl named Cosette who because he's indebted to her mother, all this. And he starts a new life with her throughout all this time. Javert keeps running into him and unyieldingly trying to lock him up. We see them tango back and forth, Valjean always on some noble cause, and Javert always chasing him. Javert is seen as the law, Valjean is mercy, and finally Valjean has a moment where he can take Javert's life and he chooses not to. Javert does not understand this. He can't comprehend it. And Mm. in an effort to understand and grapple with it, he actually ends up taking his own life, realizing that he doesn't want to live in a world where this type of mercy is commonplace and is common is the thing that makes sense so valjean dies at a convent with his daughter peacefully um with his daughter and her husband by his side and he's eventually led into heaven so very different ends for these two um Mm -hmm. but that's sort of the long long and short of it as they say
1: (laughs) nice I that knew. was a long, short. No, it was it was, that was almost as long as the book.
0: It, yeah. <laughs> well, you got to when you have lame is you got to give it some some space. Go ahead. Okay.
1: So I'm starting this off.
3: Yeah. Let's
1: do this thing. Valjean, even after he is given a new chance by the bishop, chooses to break parole. Down the line, his life has meaning and he makes many other lives better. Was his original breaking parole justified?
2: Ooh. What do you think, Z? Ooh. Ooh. Isn't that like the age-old question? Is it, yeah. is, it, is it justified to break the law to do good? That's, that's what we're always asking. Do the asking. ends
0: justify the means?
2: Yeah. So, I mean, in, in the end here, though, the, quest- the the real question I think com- comes from me and, from, and what I'm thinking about is, was the original punishment just? Hmm. Uh, so so he he stole a loaf of bread. I mean, come on. He stole a loaf of bread. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, and and so five years for that, which in and of itself sounds unjust, again, we're putting ourselves back in time, you know, into right. a time of, of uh, upheaval, but that was the five years. And then what was it? What was it? 19, I don't know, 14, whatever, Something because like he that. tried to run away. So a, a question you have to ask yourself is, A, is it okay to break the law to do good? But, but also if an, if your initial punishment was unjust, Does it have any meaning anyway? So Mm. I'd have to say I would have to say, yes, the uh, breaking the parole was justified based on the fact that the original punishment was completely unjust.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah, I would say, like, ultimately, if you're looking, it is very, like, consequential, like, You're totally right. Like it's it's wrong that he was in jail for 19 years to begin with. This guy Mm -hmm. was hardened and not rehabilitated by the jail system. It's Mm -hmm. clear that it didn't do what it was meant to do. It was just and they even say this in the book, their system was created because they needed free labor. So like the way that the reason they put people away for so long is because they literally couldn't get their like stuff built and created if they didn't have people Mm. in jail all the time. So that's a really good point to bring up. I mean, I don't, I'm not one of these people that believe the ends justify the means though, generally speaking, but I think it's important to look at like where he was coming from. Like you were saying, to begin with, there are like just lots of different pieces to this. And I, I guess I, I guess I have to agree. I was originally going to say it's never like the right thing to do. And I think this might've been, valjean's only sort of selfish act as he was turning his life around this may be like Mm -hmm. yeah um, in his life after he turned his life around but i think maybe he was justified because he he was in jail for 19 years for literally literally something that is almost meaningless stealing a loaf of bread
1: yeah so so i think it goes back to what is his character at the moment when he takes a loaf of bread? Like is it's for it's to give to someone correct. Or is it for yeah. his own selfish desire?
0: It's to give to his sister's son.
1: Right. So. Okay. Cause at the start of the play, at the start of the movie, like we already are familiar with the character, mm-hmm. those people that have watched it or seen it before. And I don't necessarily get like the. Evil intent. Of his character um of valjean like you don't necessarily see any like the law is what's doing him poorly like he didn't do anything wrong um to receive the unjust punishment um at least in my my thought process and going back to um someone having to stand up against or or to do the wrong thing for right reason i mean that's kind of Mm -hmm. what a lot of dystopian novels are about right going up against the big bad uh, even though everyone else is falling along and doing what is quote unquote right um Mm -hmm. so i don't i i would say that he is um justified because of his action was not out of selfishness it was out of a selfless nature of his true nature versus like the act itself of stealing
0: yeah, I tend to say, though, that if you go down that line of thinking, you might say he was justified in stealing, which I really don't think he mm. was justified in stealing, because
3: mm-hmm.
0: I I think, like, you could look at it in a way that it makes you sympathetic towards his stealing, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we don't really get enough about his Beginning life. I mean, you get some in the book, but you really don't get much. Right. Um, could he have found work? Could he have done something differently to help his sister's family? Like right. We really don't know his circumstances too well. I mean, we know that it's really hard to get work at this time in, in France, wherever he was. Um, but that's about where it ends. So. I would just be careful because I don't think he was justified in stealing. He probably should have been sent to jail, but not for five years for stealing bread or at least pay a fine, like whatever it is. But like I said, I think like it does just harken back to like this idea that like the French government was being corrupt in their Mm -hmm. jailing system where Mm -hmm. they took someone who did, you know, commit a crime and they just they created a convict out of him because they needed cheap labor. Right. So he wasn't necessarily a convict in that moment, stealing the bread, but he did something wrong.
3: Right.
1: And
0: maybe if he was given a fair, he made a poor choice, right? If he was given a fair like trial or a sentence, perhaps that could have rehabilitated him rather than living his whole life in hate right. until he met the Bishop. But it, instead of doing that, it just made him into like a bitter guy.
1: Aladdin is totally a ripoff of Les Mis.
0: Aladdin, huh? <laughs> oh, my gosh. But wh- which Stealing one is better with the music is the real question.
3: Mm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Valjean battles with his identity as 24601, and Javert mainly identifies him as 24601 throughout the story. How does this past identity plague Valjean? What can be said about how both men treat their fellow human beings?
1: very interesting because we just talked about um that he wasn't this convict identity Mm -hmm. until it was placed upon him and then he feels uh plagued in that he can't escape this fate almost this 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 past that he can't ever run away from it's almost like a form of ptsd for him Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) that he can't just like get away from the name that has been cast upon him
0: yeah
2: yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, th- this this comes down to again, like th- 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 it's it's so such obvious um, uh, intent. With are we just numbers, you know, yeah. or is there is there more to <laughs> us? So I mean, uh, Javert Javert sees black and white. He sees yeah. a number. He cannot move from from the fact that this is just a number. This is not a person. There is black and white. Everything mm-hmm. is either good or bad. Nothing <laughs> in between. There's no gray. And, and, and Valjean, I mean Valjean, is all about. He's all about nuance. He's all mm-hmm. about. He's all about. You know, uh, there's got to be another. There's got. There's another. There's definitely another thing to do. There's something else that can be done. I'm not two four six zero one. I am a human being, and mm-hmm. and so I mean it's the it's goes through the entire show about you know even even when he comes back and 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 calls him two four six oh one again it's 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 just <laughs> ominous there. Mm-hmm. But
0: well, what I think is really beautiful is the moment where he like reclaims two four six oh one as like a past identity, mm-hmm. but still part of him, like like. That Because that is something that can be said here. You know, he's not 24601. He's Valjean. He's a guy made up of like multiple different things and past experiences and stuff. But in that operatic moment where he's like, I'm 24601, (laughs) it's like, you know, I'm Valjean. I'm not fully defined by my crime, even though Javert Mm -hmm. and all of culture would tell me that I am fully defined by my crime and they would only label me as 24601. He then says... I accept the title. I accept what I did wrong, but he, I think reclaims it and then like decides he's going to like become a better version of himself because of it. So, but that's where him and Javert like are on the same page. They both know that he did something wrong, but Mm -hmm. Javert like divulges and he's like, or diverges and he goes, That is what defines you only. So that's what I'm going to treat you as your entire life around. Yes, you're a successful mayor. Yes, I've seen you, you know, adopt a kid and like do this and that. But I always go back to this past mm-hmm. crime to your, your number identity, whereas right. Valjean can take that and say, I am an ever-changing person, and I've done good things, and I've done bad things. So I, I think it plagues him kind of up until that point, and then he reclaims it, and then it plagues him in a different way after that in that he doesn't want his daughter to find out mm-hmm. about his past. Mm-hmm. So he it like follows him even then when she's asking questions, she gets older, she's like, okay, why won't you tell me about your past life? And he's like, uh, you don't want to know. And then he doesn't even he's not even going to tell her before he dies. He's like, <laughs> Marius, you're a man. So I can tell you this. So don't tell Gazette. <laughs> and it's right. like, OK. But so finally, at the end, everything like comes out and it's all like culminated there. But um, what could be said about how both men treat their fellow human beings? It's the same thing. It's like Javert treats them as numbers. He treats them as their worst act, mm-hmm. essentially, whereas Valjean sees the human for like the entire human, which is more just, obviously. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, Javert. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say Javert takes a snapshot. Yeah. Javert takes a snapshot of your, of exactly what you said, Steph, the worst moment, and that's it. There is no changing that. It mm-hmm. is. It is. You can't, you don't have anything prior to that. You don't have anything after that. You are just that, whereas uh, clearly, you know, uh, Valjean is much more complex.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And I think Valjean uh, going to the second part of that question, how they treat the fellow human beings Valjean cares for and supports his fellow man. Like he goes out of his way to try and actively assist those that are in need. Um, whether that is helping out with Cosette, whether that is going back to the original um, crime, which was like the, the bread um, whereas Javert is Hi, puppy. uh, (laughs) uh, Whereas Javert is a little too self-righteous to help the lowly,
3: Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm.
1: even though he is in a position where he can actually do some good, he chooses not to. Or he chooses to stick to his own snapshot of what people are.
3: Yeah. Good point the okay, only time oh, we sorry. see
0: sorry the only time that we see javert break from this which i think is interesting because i don't know if it happens in the book i haven't gotten to this point yet but it happens in both the play and the movie is after the revolution he like places like a little medal on gafrosh's mm. like oh yeah, yeah, yeah shirt because he's like sort of um saluting him in that moment even mm-hmm. if he disagreed that's the only time that where we have see a little javert, compassion for him yeah where we see javert like even though he disagreed with the crime the
1: cause yeah
0: yeah the cause of what happened he still saw like
2: that's interesting yeah
0: the yeah but uh, it doesn't change him like Mm-mm. that's the thing about it is like he, he has that moment of sentimentality, but he moves on and then he follows Then he follows Valjean to the end of the sewer. So it's like, OK, dude, <laughs> you're never going to change.
1: <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Javert vows by the stars to catch Valjean. Do we sympathize with this cause? I don't.
2: I don't sympathize. You I, don't? I, I feel I feel sorry for him. <laughs> I, I yeah. feel really sorry for him. Because vows are so dangerous. Yeah. Right. They 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 put you in a position where you can't even make room for anything, including including God. Like you yeah. can't even you it, like if you again, if you if you look at the Bible, right? It's it has heroes throughout. Throughout the Bible, that it's littered with them um, of, of heroes that made vows to God that they made that were never from God, and they always end badly. It's always the same thing. When you make a vow, especially when you're so black and white as as um, Javert is, mm-hmm. it's go- you know it's going to end badly. And and here here is a, a perfect sense of well, it, it, I mean that sets that the, the die is cast for him from that moment mm-hmm. on. I mean it's it's he's already pretty much uh, uh, uh someone who's going to end badly but this is the moment where where he actually um he says power dice um, yes Pow-a-dice. Paradise. And, <laughs> and and he uh and he just his his, his he's done mm-hmm. yeah
0: i think this is i sympathize i sympathize yeah. i do not justify <laughs> but i sympathize and here's kind of why because um I had a friend who really like brought this up in a good way. Like the thought of like um, justice and mercy. That's like what this whole story is about. Like to be a well-rounded person, you have to both be able to enact justice and mercy in all of your actions. And obviously Valjean is mercy and Javert is justice. Mm -hmm. So, but Javert has no mercy. That's the thing. He has no mercy. He is justice alone. Um, And in order to be like, a well-rounded human like i said you have to be able to do both and in order to have a good like society and culture you have to be able to do both but i have been in a position in my life where the justice side just sort of takes over and you, you're looking at someone and you're just like i have no mercy for you looking at what you've done obviously in this scenario he's so loaf for breath like get over yourself but the the in general like i understand like the self-righteous like no i'm right And you did something wrong and it's very black and white, but he's obviously wrong because he, he misses the mercy at every chance that he has to like give mercy. Um, But I sympathize with him because I understand the frustration of seeing someone do something wrong over and over. And in his mind, think about it. Okay. This guy broke his parole. And then he keeps saying, okay, I just have to do this right now. I have to go get Gazette, but I will be back. (laughs) And then he doesn't go. He's like, "Oh, I just have to take Marius like through the sewer. He's clearly dying. I'll be back, or you can find me here." And then he doesn't go. Like, I get the frustration that Javert feels because he keeps running into this man (laughs) and telling him, "I'm going to put you away." And Valjean is just asking for a couple minutes, and then he takes his entire life. And I'm like, clearly, Javert is missing the mercy here but I totally sympathize.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> David says no
1: <laughs> hard pass. Um, <laughs> I love his passion. Like he, he's very passionate about uh, Valjean and his search to find him and put and make justice quote unquote. Um, but he has the wrong purpose or the wrong yeah. um, I don't know if that's the right word or not but there are bigger fish to fry and he allows Valjean to become his personal vendetta that he's like mm-hmm. on the hunt for and instead of like all of the other issues that are going on in the world he decides to kind of have this be the the frontal piece of his mind and take like consume him almost Um, Yeah, consume
2: him. He completely does. That changes. I mean, that is again what changes who he there's there's nothing about Javert except two four six oh one. It's almost like the number is actually his.
3: Mm. It's not
2: really, it's not really the other one.
0: So that's fair. That's true. I just feel bad. I always feel bad for Uh, the bad characters. That's why
2: you can feel sorry for him.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: You're allowed to feel sorry for
2: (laughs) But sympathy shows a little bit more. That you understand
3: his yeah. the,
2: the feeling sorry for the sadness of the man that you can. I don't That's see empathy.
0: the yeah, yeah. But I'm saying I understand his cause. Like I understand it. It's wrong, but I understand. Haven't you ever disagreed with someone, but understand where they're coming from?
2: You can always make a a logical (laughs) argument for why someone does something wrong. It doesn't make it something you can sympathize with because he's he's just, he's a mathematician in, in, in everything. He's
0: definitely nuts. And the problem, I think the main problem I have with Javert (laughs) is that he thinks he's doing God's work. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like it's not even just like, he is like reason and logic. Like this is what's going on. He literally thinks what he's doing is God ordained Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's like, bro, It can't be like you have to see that. (laughs) So I get what you're saying, but I still sympathize. Okay. So (laughs) this is why I wrote the question, Devin. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. (laughs) What characteristics do each of these men have that make them good or not so good characters?
1: I think you already kind of addressed a lot of this. Wow. Your your long tirade of um, yeah. <laughs> justice and mercy. <laughs> uh, wow. I'm trying to think of other characteristics.
0: Valjean has the ability to adapt. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. He's flexible. Malleable.
3: He's flexible. Yeah. Malleable.
0: Well, we see, and we'll talk more about this later, but we see when the bishop gives him a life-altering moment that he has the ability to learn from it, whereas Javert can't he can't mm-hmm.
1: move and he has compassion too for the for those mm-hmm. that are um in need like i mentioned earlier like he um with uh epon is it Eponine? no what's the mother's name Fontine. Ah! fontaine yeah he feels compassion for her goes out and searches mm-hmm. for the daughter um so i think he just his big he allows his heart to kind of guide him
3: mm-hmm
1: um and doesn't necessarily go through all the mental processing of it all but he just acts on instinct versus just mentally processing whereas we just mentioned that javert is the mental processor he he makes decisions based off of logic and the
3: facts um,
1: right and it's cut and co- cut and dry like um that you did something wrong so therefore you need to be punished um does he have good qualities that is a good question
0: he's dedicated
1: He's dedicated yeah.
2: every every single every single one of his qualities could be something that's good that's but great. He, he but he turns them into really things that are not mm-hmm. good i mean yeah, I, he's
1: very focused
2: yeah <laughs> i mean how's the, how, how's this word for for javert implacable yes yeah. that's the, that's 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 him
0: the thing is here's something I will say about javert too so the kind of corruption we see in a government with like self-promotion and things like that, like self-promotion, like what they do with the system where they're putting people away for years and years because they need free labor. That is not the kind of corruption that Javert engages in. Mm-hmm. When he thinks that he makes a false report on Valjean, yes, he turns himself into Valjean and yes. he says, you should fire me. Like this man is not, he is not the type that is going to be creating a system that he believes is actually corrupt but he needs it to justify another end whatever he's not that type he is mm-hmm. so black and white that he treats himself to the same moral mm-hmm. code that he would treat uh, anyone else
1: but does he f- all the way through
0: yeah he kills himself when he think when he finds out that he's wrong like he's unyielding in his moral code
1: i i,
2: I tend to agree with that 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 he holds and i think that's part there was another question here that, that, that but i do believe that's a little bit why he holds people to what he holds them to because he holds himself to those things. I think, I think there is a, yeah. a, a possibility of what you're saying, Devin, perhaps maybe he doesn't in the end, but He's created uh, uh, Javert has created a false god out of out of you know because he's he believes that it's all mm-hmm. about the Lord, but he's created a false god because he he makes the rules rather than like that's like saying the Ten Commandments is God as opposed yeah. to no no it's from God potentially, but it's not but god. it's not God and 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 Javert is all about this false god, but Valjean question for you both is mm. does he have his own sense of a false god based on his He's fixated on making things, you know, making things right. So question about that. Does Valjean do something similar on that?
0: Sometimes I think, but, some, but the thing about Valjean is like, it's never like, it almost seems like the things that are placed in his path that he chooses to make gods of. It's more that he's following the the mission that's set before him. Like, he doesn't come to the situation with Fontaine. Like, I'm going to be like a savior today. Like, mm-hmm. it's more just like he seeks. I think I think after his experience with the bishop, he seeks to do good when he sees bad. Like, I don't see him. Going out
1: to just do. Looking do, do you know for, what I
0: mean? Yeah, looking for
1: the. How right am I going thing. to save the world today? Right.
0: Whereas Javert, like, puts on his suit every day, his, like, police garb, whatever. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going out there to, like, kick some butt and, like, follow, like, make Set some the world convicts." Straight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that feeling. I don't know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: I do want to give Javert his credit, though. Definitely. <laughs> holds himself to that standard
3: hey holds himself to that standard. yes <laughs> okay
0: speaking of javert
1: yes <laughs> uh so we learned javert was born inside of a jail how do we think this impacts his moral code as if we weren't already talking about that
2: Hmm. Mm. all right I'll
3: go. Yeah, go ahead, Z. Um,
2: <laughs> so this is this is the answer to that question, or this is the same thing as the question before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it first of all, it does it makes him absolutely more unbending, right? He says, "I was born in the jail." Of course, it was like this this big moment at time where I was born in the jail too. So so see, I'm I'm better than you, or I'm, I'm, I'm this I, better. You know, that, and and he feels that because he's able to walk straight. Everyone else has to walk straight the exact Mm -hmm. same way that he did. There's no path, but the one straight path. There's no, there's no curve to get to the same point or to make, make yourself better. So he is that, that really uh, had a massive impact on his moral code. I mean, again, unknowing what occurred with, with his life, obviously he was in, in poverty as well. And if you think about his life, if this, again, not reading the book, he was poor, he raised himself up. He became a moral, upstanding, mm-hmm. straight, um, you know, citizen. And 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 then was going to say, you know what? I did it. Therefore, everyone, everyone else should be able to do it.
1: Should be like me. But that's not equality. Mm-mm. No,
0: that can be such a powerful ideology. Solidifier is like you did the right thing. Bravo. Like you made it to a really good point in your life. And now. Judge everyone. <laughs> now judge everyone. Right, right. Like that's where ideology comes from, really. And that he he has his own ideology of like what the straight and narrow is. And if you're not on it, if you're not on the same path that I was on, like then you're wrong. Yeah. And you're not of God. And, and I the, need yeah. to prosecute you.
2: And that is the false God.
3: Hmm. Hmm.
1: But I think you bring up a good point too. Like in that conversation where they're like yeah i i also grew up in the gutter where i was born in jail and instead of seeing him and seeing instead of seeing them both as equals he sees one as a broken man and one as like a repaired man um he's not able to like see that we're that we're the same people he just sees two distinct individuals and every action he takes is made to distance himself from the gutter uh, he believes these types of people have no morals and will do whatever they can to survive, which is true in some cases because, I mean, cough, cough, Tenardier's, Um, <laughs> But not everyone that grows up in this lifestyle has the same moral code.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, like, interesting tidbit about the is they have almost the opposite, like, the opposite life as Javert. And this is more in the book. Like, the Tanardier family like Were the guy rich? so he actually has i don't know if it was him or his father but did some like brave act of war while he was a soldier hmm. and that completely like just completely eighties in the life that he ends up living so i that's an interesting thing probably doesn't fit quite in our conversation <laughs> but it was just something i was thinking about because like javert sees himself as like i've built myself up whereas the tenardier yeah. is like the opposite, like you just mm-hmm. kind of see them slowly fall as they steal and steal and steal more, um, which we're going to talk about them on their own episode. David.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think they get shipped. No,
3: I don't think they get shipped. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <He has> Spoiler
0: alert. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, too, Um it's interesting because we see Valjean. I, I don't know if this is maybe more in the books or what, but I think his time in jail allows him to look at other convicts and other people of, like, the dark and empathize with them more. But for some reason, like, Javert, I think his little experience in a jail, because he was just born there, he didn't spend 19 years there, Mm -hmm. just frames his mind in, like, a more um, judgmental, like, punish-centered realm. Because we don't even know, like, if his parents were really terrible, if you think about that, too, like, thinking about if his parents were in jail, cause he was born inside of a jail. So does he have some ill, like,
1: like Is this long... stemming back from his familial.
0: Yeah. Like, does yeah. he have some long running hatred of like his parents for doing him wrong? Like, mm-hmm. does that put him on a crusade against these types of people or what? But Valjean actually had time spent 19 years with these types of people. So I think that allows him to like empathize more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We go. Oh, okay. Sorry. So how let's talk more about moral code because I love this.
1: <laughs> Keep going.
0: How would we define the moral code of both of these men?
1: Um, so I said Javert was by the book and yeah. Jean is by the heart.
3: Oh, mm-hmm. that's, that's good. Very nice. <laughs> I,
2: I, I went biblical. <laughs> I for, <laughs> eye for an eye versus do unto others.
0: Ah. Mm-hmm. I said justice and mercy. <laughs> <laughs> of
2: course you did. <laughs> mine, mine, mine was best.
0: Yeah, I think I think you both did better than I did. No, no. No, mine was best. <laughs> mine was
2: best.
1: Yeah,
0: best. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I think like, oh, this is actually we'll talk about it in the next one. But how these moral codes intertwine. That's what I want yep. to talk about.
1: So should we is yeah, that, was, yeah, that the, was that the was <laughs> yeah, right the, the answer? Yeah, that's the answer. Unless you
0: had more to say. Unless you had more to say.
1: No, I was just asking. <laughs>
0: I got nothing else. All
1: right, moving on. (laughs) Uh, How do each of them impact one another throughout their lives? Now the, them is that the moral code is that them being Mm. characters. Oh, see, I didn't read that that way. So
0: either way, because their moral codes impact them and how to live. So Mm -hmm. when they interact with each other, it's kind of like a more conceptual or physical version of the concept of their moral codes. Interacting. Mm -hmm. Um, Do
2: I mean, it's interesting. Uh, I always looked at this as like Javert is on a witch hunt and Mm -hmm. he cannot get on with his life until this is corrected or resolved. He cannot get on with his life. What's interesting is how does how what impact does Javert have on on Valjean? Um, and I, I never really thought, I never really thought of it that way. Does, does, does what Javert is doing cause Valjean to do something different in his life? Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I mean, perhaps based on the fact that Javert treated everyone so badly, maybe that gave, uh, Valjean some, mm-hmm. uh, ability to say, you know what, I don't want to do it that way. Something like what Devin said, seeing, seeing things in the prison, seeing how things were, uh, or maybe that was Steph either way, um, seeing how things were could maybe have an impact on your life. but I, I definitely th- there's no question Javert is completely destroyed by by, Val- by Valjean just, just 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 by Valjean's very existence.
3: I
0: think <laughs> I think okay, so I think the funniest thing is watching Javert unravel. Mm-hmm. I just think that's really funny. that's sad, <laughs> like that's not funny. Valjean is just like a thorn in this man's shoe, and it ends yeah. up like poisoning him. But mm-hmm. the thing is, like Valjean, I think is tested constantly throughout his life. From the moment the bishop like helps him turn around, mm-hmm. he's given test after test after test of, are you really changed?
3: Right. And
0: Javert is the ultimate test of, have you really changed? Because Javert is poss- quite possibly the hardest person for Valjean to show mercy and love to at all. Like, this is the man who's been persecuting you throughout your whole life. He has been following you, doing all this stuff,
3: Mm -hmm.
0: and then his final test i believe is that moment where he could shoot him and he chooses Uh,
1: such a good moment yeah Mm -hmm. because
0: he says this could end all my problems we're he's tested several times this guy who bears my my name whatever he could if i just let him take my place my problems with javert would be over if i just kill javert my problems would be over but it's like the ultimate test of Valjean's mercy Mm -hmm. to grant Life and freedom to the guy who's trying to take his away.
2: It's good, but but it also destroyed Javier. It further destroyed even, even just that mercy destroyed him. <laughs> Too yep. much mercy. Yeah. <laughs> Too much. Stop it. I, I just see. I just see like this. This computer just starting to like steam come out of it when the yes. whenever, when this other, one
1: zero one zero one zero one zero. Yeah,
2: there, this can't. He can't add it up. It does not add up ever.
1: Cannot compute. <laughs>
3: It's really funny.
2: (laughs) No, it's terrible.
1: (laughs) Uh, I don't really have anything else to add. I think Valjean is just in constant fear of being uh, found out. um, Although he's trying to do good and live a more righteous life than uh, what he initially set out for. um, The fear kind of gets to him and he's not able to uh, live the life that he Wants to with Kazette. And then Javert just makes it his personal crusade, his personal quest to capture 24601 and it it, uh, destroys him in the end. Yeah. Like what we said. So.
0: Do you think he was capable? Like, do you think, or do you think perhaps if he thought that Valjean died in that moment, if Valjean just let that guy take his place, do you think Javert would have had a chance or he would have just found (laughs) some other?
1: I think there would have been some I, other
2: I don't know I think his life was Became so fixated there was nothing Else for him mm. yeah. I, I, I
0: wonder What would have happened that's an interesting I think he would have been fixated on something else Probably it seems like this guy Is the just... dog yeah the
2: dog with The scent
0: literally Okay So what are our favorite Moments with these mm. two Which we usually ask in terms Of a relationship but this is an Enemy <laughs> <show>.
2: <laughs> right <laughs> I um I put down I put down a few. I, I, I put down like in, in the very beginning in the prison, right? The conflict is made evident. I love yeah. it because but it's it's really if you look at it from Javert versus um Valjean, it's you're bad. And then it's no, I'm nuanced. I mean it's like I, I'm not I'm not bad. And then and then there's the uh the apology, but like you were talking about before when Javert is like, oh no, i I blew it. Uh and he's like, I'm bad. And yeah. then and then Valjean is like, no. You're, you're 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 kind of you're you're nuanced a little bit <laughs> and then and then when they when they have the sword fight going on it's like you're bad and then the other guy's like well in some ways but i'm needed i'm necessary and and it's just i'm a necessary this, this, evil this thing yeah. this thing that goes i just love the inter- every interaction and of course the, the the showing mercy at the end but mm-hmm. but every every interaction is so is so defined. It's so definitive for poor Javert, mm-hmm. and it's so well. Maybe <laughs> it's just one more Bazon. nail in the coffin. And, yeah. <laughs> and so those are those are. I, I mean, the the thing is, these are there aren't there aren't like a thousand interactions between the two. Right. So I kind of took all three of these, but they're they're my <laughs> they're my favorite.
0: Seven.
1: Um, I like when they're in the. There's like the little tussle in the streets between like uh the Snartiers and.
0: Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Somebody
1: else. And Javert's like, I know what happened here. Where's 24601? Like, yeah,
3: yeah, literally. <laughs> I know him. <laughs>
1: Immediately, <laughs> right. this right. man. <laughs> Where'd that man go?
0: <laughs> My um, favorite scene
1: the confrontation?
0: No. It's the sewers. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. This man I mean, is tough. covered
0: in crap. That was gross. Carrying a guy to safety. He is at his lowest point in his life and yet javert shows up at the top and is looking down at him and it's just (laughs) a moment where no mercy this guy is covered in crap he's trying to do the right thing i don't care i'm still running after him it is such a moment actually in that moment javert does let him go he lets him go Mm -hmm. so this is this is an interesting thing as well in that he lets him go Which could have been a sign of growth, but then he ends up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Could have been.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So it's funny. That's probably one of my favorite scenes between the Mm -hmm. two of them. What do you think is the
1: reason that he lets him go?
0: Maybe he's questioning. I think that's, I, that's kind of His hesitation?
1: He I, I a think. Moment of hesitation? And,
2: and, but I think he, he did let, yes, I think it's a moment of hesitation. It's a moment of what he would call weakness. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that really does, you know, again, it all depends on That's his on first you, strike. And he goes back to, he. you know, he has a little moment where he's like thinking. And then he's like, wait, 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 wait. I'm a computer. I can't think. I have to do. <laughs>
3: Hold on.
0: <laughs> it is funny because. You can almost see the steam coming out of his head. <laughs> just like he lets him go and then he's processing, like, I can't process right. where that guy is right. Like, I just can't do it. But I, I think it's one of my favorite scenes because it's when Valjean says, Look down, where we go back to the look down, right? Look below your dang feet and see that there are things going on that aren't necessarily black and white.
1: Mm-hmm. He lets
0: him go and then he kills himself. <laughs> it's like, yeah. come on
1: yeah i think we mentioned a lot of the big highlight ones yeah the the final scene where uh, he decides not to kill him and i think that's a Mm -hmm. powerful one as well Mm -hmm. (sighs) okay wow
2: and you have (laughs) you have two more of those two more of these to do
0: yeah we do (laughs) Devin's taking a nap (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine, everybody. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. All right. Valjean's soliloquy and Javert's suicide represent moments of turning points in both Javert and Valjean's life. How do they each respond and what does this say about each of them? Mm. Well, who wrote this question? I love this question. I, well, <laughs> Steph who, wrote it? who wrote it? Well, Steph, suicide, obviously.
2: How can a suicide not not represent a turning point?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: The turning point
2: between life and death, I suppose. It is. It is. Yes. So so you got the soliloquy and you have the suicide, mm-hmm. right? And 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 Valjean isn't. He's not. He's not all good. Um. But he does see in in the soliloquy. I know it's it's like he's t- he's going to he's going to God in some ways. Mm-hmm. But he also he also turns like he turns to um it it becomes he does at this point become fixated which is a little bit interesting here but um it creates a division of doing good and following the law and he does what he does in that moment is he creates a world that he can exist in that you know valjean is able to exist in both as the as you pointed out before is 24601 and and the new person he's becoming so uh, that's absolutely a turning point for him, and as as I as I mentioned, a suicide certainly is a turning point. He he had he created his own world, and there is no room for gray. And you can't ever have a wrong that leads to something good. So he kind of he kind of he damned himself when he let Valjean go. It was done again. The mm-hmm. die was cast yet again, and he can't forgive and he can't forgive Valjean and he can't forgive himself. So he commits suicide, which is interesting in the grand scheme of things, thinking things are so God uh, based, God centric. And then to commit the greatest yeah, offense, does, does he break his all, moral code? Right. It's a, that's a massive more uh, offense that he created. So it's interesting how at the very end he chose that path.
1: Yeah. That, that, that's where I was getting at. Like, does he break his own moral code? Mm-hmm. I, I don't I think, think so because no? he
0: he supports the death penalty so i i think that by letting valjean go like he's condemning himself to the death penalty
2: but he's judge, jury and executioner then And i don't yeah. know that that's
0: well his moral code is corrupt it's mm-hmm. not a good point it's not like a good moral code it's just that i think it's quite the same
3: mm-hmm. like
0: that's why i would almost call this not a turning point point. and i call it a turning point in the question but it's like he almost turns Mm -hmm. but then he like to the very end sticks to this is my idea of right and wrong whether or not you know god god be damned almost in his Mm -hmm. opinion like to me if something is wrong it's wrong Mm -hmm. and i can't live in a world where like one i would let two four six oh one go and two where he exists
1: yeah where he can let me go (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: wait he chose to give me le- I love that line where he's like who is this man What's yeah, <laughs> it's
3: terrible oh man
0: um, what I love is that these two songs are the same
3: Like they are, they are the same yep.
0: song and we just see like Valjean's end saying another story must begin and that is where he rips up his parole paper in the movie mm-hmm. and he like
1: this is becomes, early, early in the. F- yeah, yeah. This yeah. is like
0: maybe the third song. Right yeah. after he steals
1: um, from the bishop. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so he is given like this turning point, and he actually turns his life around. Javert is given a turning point. Instead of turning his life around, he ends his life. Mm-hmm. So it
3: that's, says that's cool a lot.
2: In yeah. in my mind, sorry, Devin, you're no, you're good. Okay, I was all I was going to say is in my mind I see the two of them kneeling down and I see um, Valjean looking up and I see Javert looking down. That's, that's the, that's the way I see that
1: one.
0: That's the image.
1: Cause he's able to lower himself and, and the other one's not able to do so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think they both have um, like, this is their cathartic release moment that they have so much uh, emotion built up around these two um identities of themselves. And they they come to this moment where they have to finally release that, that energy, that um, build up. And they both do so about in a different way. One goes and begins a new life and the other one takes his life. So, um, I think it's interesting to kind of compare and contrast these two moments together.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting because it's the story of God. Like, like, it's the story of what God wants for each of us versus what he totally does not want for each mm-hmm. of us, which is, and it's funny because Javert the entire time is convinced I'm doing God's work and Vulcan uh. the entire time is convinced that he's like below God's mm-hmm. like standards. And it's funny because like Javert eventually, like we said, commits the ultimate like sin against humanity, which is taking his own life and Valjean in the end dies peacefully at a convent and is led into heaven and it's just sort of like interesting because in the show I don't know what happens in the book I'm not there yet but in the show he like enters heaven and you can see who is also there mm-hmm. and it's very clear that Javert is not there
3: yeah <laughs> like
0: it's very clear like the revolutionaries who may have had the wrong idea but were fighting for a what they considered a just cause like um Fontaine who was a prostitute but in effect like was innocent Mm -hmm. and then Valjean who lived his whole life like in and the bishop is there too of course but it's very clear Javert is not there so it's interesting but okay what is your favorite song between the two and Devin and I have already answered this one but do what is your favorite song in the show in general
2: in general, my favorite song—it's not fair because my favorite song in general would be sol- "Soliloquy Suicide" because it's—it's the same song. That—that—that <laughs> that would be the in general one. So it's not quite fair, but—but um, but as far as my favorite song between the two, yeah, um, it's definitely going to be the—the um, the first song it's it's uh, where where they're at the uh, in by the water after he's paroled and it def- it so clearly defines the two characters it's like you you watch that and you pretty much can say okay i know what the rest of this yeah be. but but it's it's this idea of you broke the law and yeah but i did it for the right reason mm-hmm. and it's it's it, it sets the stage as as a lot of this show it has a lot of this you know dichotomy but um that's why i love that song
3: great
1: um i love the confrontation (laughs) uh i don't know what it is i mean it's just these two men that have overlap like the do they i don't even think they have a consistent melody i think it's just two separate melodies trying to overlap and um they're not willing to listen to each other's like statements or causes or just that's true in constant battle with each other, whether that's vocally or um, physically. Um, So I think it's a very powerful scene between the two of them.
0: Yeah, I like any time that Valjean is trying to like plead someone else's case in front of Javert. So like when Fantine is being like, you know, harassed by uh, Javert and Valjean is like, oh no, I believe this woman's tale. Like we should get her to a a doctor, not a jail. And Javert's like, excuse me. And this is before he even knew he was built But he's like, excuse me, what are you saying? Like, I know that you have the higher authority here, but this woman clearly did something wrong. And then with Marius at the sewer when he tells Mm -hmm. him to look down. Like, those are the two where I'm like, he is pleading the case for these people. And they're both like pitiful, like in a pitiful state in their Mm -hmm. life. And Javert just can't see it. He cannot see it no matter who he's looking at. So uh, those are my two, like, mm-hmm. they're not songs per se. It's sort of like that intermediate, yeah. but it's those moments of like singing between the two that I, I find the most compelling. It shows the two of them in their worst of best light.
1: <laughs> cool. So are these two enemies or what would you like to call them?
2: What What is enemy ship? I, I want, I want someone to define enemy ship.
0: <laughs> it's like, so this is the question because this is our first enemy ship, which is like, we're talking about two, like people who are on the opposite end of the spectrum. I just don't know if I'd call them enemies necessarily.
1: Mm-hmm. That's why I'm I, asking. I them, yeah. yeah. I call them enemies, the lovers. No, kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now
0: that's a different part of fan fiction. <laughs> oh, dude's <deuce> bon- <laughs> phone. <laughs> I'm back. No, I, I don't know. What do you think? Like, are they enemies in the classic sense?
2: Mm, I don't I don't I think I don't think so. I, 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 I see them as a dichotomy of each other. I, I, it's just like they're so completely different. They don't. But 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 I do think that they would make a really great person. If they were mixed. <laughs> if they were together. because they, you think about it this way. <laughs> if they were one person, you have one side that is completely upright and unbending in their own conduct, themselves. Mm-hmm. Like he he killed himself because he broke his own conduct. Mm-hmm. But you would all you would also have the other side, which is always looking for good in someone else. Yeah. So you they make a great person. So I don't know that I could call them enemies there, but they are a split personality. <laughs>
1: One's ego and one's it or something. Yes. Right? yes. <laughs> um. I don't know. I think Javert is his own worst enemy.
2: Mm, good. Good point.
1: Um. But he also makes Valjean his enemy. Like he makes the vow that he is my enemy, and I have to go and hunt him. Yeah. Um. So, I guess they're not enemies in the the, the natural sense in the quote unquote, I don't know how to like define that, but I don't know. What do you think, Steph?
0: I like have a hard time because when I think of enemies, I think of two like consenting people (laughs) that like, understand you're my enemy. You're my enemy. Okay. But (laughs) there's sort of this like other thing that I don't know how to describe because I've seen it in a few different movies. Like, like, have you ever seen like pirates of the Caribbean? And like Jack Sparrow, everyone like makes him their enemy, but Mm. he's like, not really. He's like, doesn't really care. (laughs) Mm -hmm. He's just sort of running around, like doing whatever. I sort of see it. I mean, obviously he's kind of evil, but we're talking about sort of a similar scenario here where like Valjean's just trying to live his life and Mm. Javert just makes an enemy of like anyone who is against the law. So I don't know if I'd call them traditional enemies, mm-hmm. but in the end, like that's sort of the impression that we're given. And it's almost like Valjean is like this, like tender, like fatherly figure, <laughs> like forgiving. Mm hmm. And then Javert is just like not taking it. He's almost yeah. like a rebellious teenager. Like who's trying, his father's trying to teach him a lesson and he just won't take it. So I yeah. don't know how to call it, but
2: <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's like, you're my enemy. And, he, and Valjean's like, no, I'm not. He's I'm like, not no, you enemy. are, you are, <laughs>
1: you are <Darned>. <laughs> Say it! Say it, <laughs> say it. No, out loud. I will no, I won't, no, no,
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like a bad twilight scene. Yeah, say it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh.
0: <laughs> well with that, do we enemy ship it?
1: I do, but I feel like it's one-sided. Yeah. <laughs> like we I, don't just how, said.
0: I don't know how you do that. <laughs> I just really freaking wish that Javert would have come to the light side. I wish there was a redemption arc for him. Of course mm-hmm. I enemy ship it because in the end we get a really good moral story out of it all.
3: Mm-hmm. And
0: you need to have the dichotomy to understand why Valjean is doing good in his life. But it sucks that Javert has to die for us to understand that. Mm.
2: I'll, I'll, for for your sake, I'll enemy ship it.
0: Thank you. <laughs> for your sake. <laughs> what is that
2: supposed to mean? <laughs> Thank you.
0: Do enemy ships Valjean and Javert.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Well, there you have it. Our thoughts on Javert and Valjean. But what do you all think? Our comment today comes from Megan. And Megan says, these two are absolutely classic enemies. I wouldn't say it's a good versus evil story necessarily, but both Javert and Valjean do both good and evil in their lives. Uh, However, it is a redemption story. We see Valjean and Javert respond to this in different ways. I tend to really have a hard time sympathizing with Javert he just won't let things go. But overall, it's a great story, mostly because of these two and the chase.
0: That's true. That's something we the didn't really talk mouse. about, is Les Mis wouldn't exist without these two. Like there yeah. are so many different stories, but mm-hmm. it wouldn't exist without the con like the continuous Valjean Javert. That's fair. Yep. Well, thank you guys. That's so true. Thank you for sending it in and a big thank you to my dad for joining Yo. us today.
1: Thanks thank to you. You.
2: always, always a pleasure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So we're so excited to be talking about Les Miz. and uh, we have some more Les Mis episodes coming up. So keep your eyes peeled for new episodes this spring. And as always, if you are enjoying the podcast or have feedback, please rate and review. It really helps us out.
0: Yep. And engage with us on social media or email us at we ship a podcast at gmail.com. We would love for you guys to join for a future episode. We have a lot coming up in the fifth season. Mm -hmm. So join us or send in your comments. We love you shippers. Remember to love another person is to see the face of God. (laughs) Bye
3: shippers.